Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. market update with Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Here's a look at how markets are shaping up and looking at the numbers overnight on Wall Street. It looks green and we've got the Dow Jones Industrial Average up by over 300 points or 0.9%, closing at 34,261. The S&P 500 rose 0.7%. To close at 4,439. And the tech rich NASDAQ up 0.6% at 13,761. And this comes a day after the major averages snapped a three day losing streak. Traders are awaiting key inflation data slated for release later in the week. And for more insights, we are joined by Cameron Brent. He is the Director of Research at EPFR. Cameron, thanks for joining us on the show. Not at all. All right, thank you. And let's start first with your overview of the markets. What do you take away from the latest session so far? Um, <laughs> that optimism dies hard. All through this uh, year, we've seen uh, investors uh, assume the best of the uh, inflation and interest rate trends, and they seem to be doing it again, assuming that the next quarter point hike will be the last and that mm. the, the green sunlit uplands beckon. Yeah, so if a couple of things to unpack. First is optimism in the markets. That seems to be pushing on after a pretty strong first half, stronger than expected at least. How optimistic are you, Cameron? There's certainly uh, grounds for optimism. I personally think that inflation will drop pretty steadily and actually could drop quite dramatically if China starts to import deflation through the trade channels. And consumers here are pretty well insulated by a strong job market and certainly the top end of the income spectrum, still healthy savings from the pandemic period when people couldn't spend. Mm. And Cameron, you're speaking to us from Massachusetts. So when you look around you, how much of a slowdown are you seeing? Because that's what the Fed wants. And in that sense, <laughs> what expectations when it comes to whether they need more than one rate hike? Well, it's interesting you ask. Um, The slowdown I see is caused by shops and businesses that uh, I would patronize not being able to accommodate me because they don't have enough labor. Mm. Um, But demand certainly remains strong. So it's a bit of a disconnect. So we've got a strong labor market. The Fed wants things to slow down. It doesn't seem like we're anywhere near it yet. Well, inflation is coming down fairly steadily. Um, you know, certainly the consensus is it will be uh, heading towards 3% when uh, tomorrow's figures released. Mm. So a lot of the uh, heavy lifting has been done. Okay, so let's take a look at what you're tracking and you watch fund flows very closely. Where are the funds flowing to? Well, in the sector area, I have to say they've, uh, with the exception of technology, uh, they are going to the more defensive groups, uh, telecoms, uh, consumer goods. But uh, you know, overall, both equity and bond funds have been having a pretty good year. Bond funds, even though interest rates obviously are having an effect on bond prices for a uh, retiring cohort who have been looking at absolutely minimal yields for over a decade, um, being able to buy into uh, relatively safe debt, <laughs> paying you know, uh, 4 or 5% uh, is certainly 
spurring uh, a lot of activity, and we've seen consistent flows into U.S. bond funds. In fact, they haven't posted a weekly outflow so far this year. All right. Well, in conversation with Cameron Brandt, he's the Director of Research at EPFR, speaking to us from Massachusetts. Now, let's talk about tech. You pointed out just now we've had a pretty good year so far. Are things still building for tech in terms of momentum? And it's all about AI these days. Are you optimistic on that trend continuing to play out this year? The overall momentum, certainly from a fund flow perspective, has moderated a bit. What we are seeing is investors now trying to get exposure to the areas they think will turn a profit uh, sooner rather than later. And interestingly, we've seen you know historically strong flows to funds with uh, anime, gaming, and visualization mandates. Mm. So I think uh, the, the assumption is that you know the first profitable application of, of these new developments in AI will come from recreational users rather than business. Yeah, talking about profitable tech, it's Amazon Prime Day. Are you going shopping? Um, I am actually not, um, but uh, <laughs> I think people will, and, and certainly the American consumer uh, retains their historic resilience, so I think uh, Amazon won't suffer too much pain today. Yeah, it does seem like analysts are expecting a pretty good session for Amazon. The stock is up 1.3% and they are pricing in uh, expectations of Prime Day revenue growth, AWS, as well as uh, more stuff heading into the earnings season, which brings us into the, into the earnings season coming up. We've got banks kicking yeah. things off on Friday and it does look like expectations are being lowered this quarter. Is that a fair assessment? <laughs> I think that's a fair assessment, but uh, that sets the... Uh them up nicely to be exceeded. Uh, certainly coming into this earnings season, the consensus was that the uh, earnings for the S&P 500 companies collectively would be down somewhere between 5 and uh, 7%. Given the ability of those companies to manage their earnings, I uh, <laughs> will not be at all surprised if, if in general more exceed the consensus than mm. fall below it. But uh, as is the case, I think, for a while now, I won't be paying that much attention to the numbers. I'll be looking at the uh, guidance uh, and the forecasts that accompany it uh, to sort of try and get a sense of what these companies do see down the road. Right. The bar's been lowered to some extent, so maybe some beat on the expectations could help lift the mood on in the markets. Now, just to wrap things up, Cameron, final takeaways for investors to consider and chew on. What should they be doing in the markets right now? <laughs> well, it, it remains one of the uh, harder-to-read investment climates, uh, and you know, that's been true really for the past 18 months. But uh, I certainly think, you know, if you have long-term income needs, that this is a good time to be taking a look at at treasuries uh, and other high-quality sovereign debt. I'm not sure that the current yields are going to last. So people who are sort of stocking up on uh, income-producing bonds, I think, are acting rationally. All right, income producing bonds. Look out for that. And that's a great overview from Cameron Brandt. He's the Director of Research at EPFR. Cameron, thank you for your time today. You're welcome.
Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.